Hello everyone. Welcome to the second episode of my podcast, Gentleman Nama. I hope you listened to the first one and you liked it. Today, let's chat up about midlife. Ah, the moment I even uttered this word midlife, the first thing that probably came to mind was midlife crisis. Well, crisis or not, I would like to define midlife as that juncture where you feel adulting has overstayed its welcome and yet you are too early to hang up the boots obviously am i even allowed to bring this topic up after all decades of forced chauvinism by our own tribe has meant that we keep our feelings subtle and mellow and to that our social media handles are filled with reels posts and stories about men with perfectly chiseled bots emotions in control and success eating out of their hands do we need to even measure up to all of that think my friend we are after all a bunch of average everyday folks with our baggage and restels wait 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 that is perfectly where our extraordinary comes in most of us who seem to be plagued with this phenomena called midlife are actually everyday winners we are in this together brother Let's just use today's episode to address that part of our lives when we crawl up Maslow's pyramid and suddenly the purpose of life shifts from pace to stability. But then always all of us are not so fortunate to ride along this curve seamlessly. To set some more context, in the recent days whenever I have connected with someone and several of you may be already listening to this so thanks I see an urge in mostly everyone to put their thoughts and perspectives out there. A random conversation often turns to deep thought-driven interactions and believe me, there is a whole bunch of extraordinary ideas and point of views therein. But then I also get the sense that everyone is groping in for the right frame of things to structure what they are trying to get at and in the process look for an ally and a patient here to hear them through. It is as though we are floating and looking for the plank to help us sort through these middle years and enable us to navigate ahead. Even for those who are already immensely organized, at least we perceive it so, put out their articulate selves on social networks and maybe are like you know the pillars of success have that one thing that they would want to get across better, do better and make more of their lives. In fact, this friend of mine who i considered a greek god equivalent of executive presence and professional success once confided in me that every morning he wakes up with an impostor phenomena when everything feels trivial and he often questions in himself that all the success and all the wins are just but smokes and mirrors well i am not trained behavioral specialist but at least i could lend him a patient here and we had a good chat you know more than an hour and by the end of it he had some of the answers himself at least uh, he said he felt better and uh, we got the assurance that his success is really his success there's no impostor phenomena that mattered at times our own baggage holds us back and at other times we start with a constructive way to deal with midlife crisis but then the pressures of restels makes us abandon those grand plans midway that's actually where crisis sets in i personally feel each of us is a fountain head and wellspring of ideas and action plans on how to deal with middle life 
we just need to do a few caveats and changes into our lives and in our mental models to be consistent and sustainable in our ways of managing this phase of our lives. Here are my midlife high fives and I would be very keen to know what are yours. By the way, before I share them, remember that neither am I going to say all is well or push you into depression by saying that if you are not doing any of these, then you're a loser. Instead, quite the opposite, the purpose of this episode and in fact of this podcast is to establish that none of us are loser. I think that is an extremely derogatory term. We all have the potential to collectively think through ways in which we can manage ourselves and everything around us much, much better. There are a few times we need to stop normalizing and there are a few things where we need to stop hyperventing as well. So here goes. Break free of boxes. Don't give a damn about the definitions of midlife that have been ingrained into you and me and all of us for all our lives. Midlife has no age stamp to it, really. You can be there in your 30s and call it mid, and I know of a grand uncle who refuses to give up even in his 80s. Once that you have broken off that mind frame, stop normalizing it. We often put ourselves in the least order of priority when we say, uh, it's midlife, so it ought to happen. Nothing ought to happen, my man, and don't you try shoving it under the carpet. There will be mood swings, ranging from euphoria to bouts of depression. There'll be changing eaten patterns and crests and troughs of performance where you least want that to happen. Accept it, and at the same time, stop normalizing it. Identify and be cautious. Be little extra careful towards your mental and physical health. I'll give you an example. So uh, this is around the same time in our lives when either due to lifestyle changes or due to our bodies going through a transition, a lot of us uh, become affected with higher ranges of blood pressure and our insulin quite doesn't do the function it is supposed to do. So so, so, uh, we get into type 2 diabetes. A lot of us are conscious about it. They seek medical help change their diets, look at their health regimes, and are up and running. But then a lot and lot of us, and believe me, brother, I have been through that spectrum myself, we tend to normalize those physical signs, avoid seeking medical help, and call it midlife. Don't do that. In fact, in one of the subsequent episodes, let me get a doctor friend of mine here. Let us hear the signs of health that we ought not ignore, but we generally do. Normalizing it as mid-age crisis. Similarly, as I said, that our moods also go through euphoria to bouts of depression. At times, we are able to justify our own selves. I mean, if you can do it, nothing like it. If not, and you don't need to, look out for an ally. Have a conversation. If not, seek help. There is no shame in it. No shame in seeking help. That doesn't make us any less of a man or less of a human being. It elevates us. Now that you've stopped normalizing it, the third one is having a purpose beyond the mundane. Have a purpose where you can put all your energy and avoid the crisis called midlife. A hobby, a higher purpose, helping someone, or if nothing, everyday small purposes that help you feel focused or 
occupied enough and give you the boost to keep your chin high and chest up. Again, when I say purpose, no purpose is big or small, important or trivial, I mean even if it is taking the dog out for a walk every day, running an errand for your parents or spouse, or maybe just putting together the morning coffee. Have that one thing in the day that will make you feel important, wanted, and at least it happens with me that it gives me the fuel to continue for the rest of the day. Number four, accept and plan. Gone are the days when we would just do things in a rush, in knee jerks, and things would be successful. Accept that midlife needs proper, proper planning. For me, midlife brought in an unexplicable amount of lethargy. I tended to re procrastinate, reschedule, replan, and do a lot of reads. Not at work, there I don't have an option, but with life in general. Not good. Several months back, someone I look up to wrapped my knuckles, and there I was. Supremely reminded the value of old school planning and realistic planning at that. It might seem little too much of a task initially, but over time, if we tend to keep a realistic plan, things would work out. And you don't need to be answerable to anyone. Please don't be. But be accountable to your own self and no forgiveness there. Lastly, watch out for each other. Fortunately or unfortunately, women talk a lot about uh, their midlife, the depositions in life that they are going through. We men don't do that. Let's accept that. We need to talk more. We talk more a lot about sports, politics, brohood bonding over mugs of beer. But what about listening to each other? Trying to be each other's allies to solve out the problems. Let's get better at that. With these five thoughts, I would want to leave you with two questions. One, how do you deal with your midlife? And two, what are some of the things that if are made available to you, you would be a little better off managing with this part of your life? I would look forward to your answers and meanwhile stay tuned for my next episodes. Thank you.